This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Okay. All right. Week 14 is over. Did you make the playoffs? Did you make the playoffs, guys? No, not you. (laughs) I know what happened to you. I did not. (laughs) Uh, I'm asking the people. I'm asking the people if they made the playoffs or not. Uh, This is a big week. You know, a lot of people are tilting this morning. A lot of people upset, you know, especially after last night's game. That that, that game was weird. Not the just, game that a lot of people wanted. Uh, it was just injury after injury after injury. Um, yeah. There's like literally one player that did well. <laughs> That's it. James, <laughs> James Conner. That was it. Everybody else shit the bed. Oh, we got hurt. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a rough morning for a lot of people. For, but, for, but for some, they squeaked into the playoffs. Like myself, yeah. even say. though, even though I caught the L yesterday, I still squeaked in because I had just a handful of points more than Zach. Yes, and that's the only reason why I squeaked into that sixth seed. Even though, you know, I didn't get it in the most gracious way. You got your ticket, so that, that that's what counts. I don't think. I don't think I could have done anything differently. So this was just a bad twist of fate. That's how it goes sometimes. I'm not butt hurt about it. In our followers league, I'm ten and four. So you are, I, and I missed yeah, the playoffs so, in that one. Yeah. So I'm gonna hang my hat on that one there. <laughs> I mean, I mean I, that team wasn't that good. I think I just got some good matchups in that league. But no, I hear you. Um, I'm pretty sure I missed the playoffs in that one. Let me see. Did I? No. Wait. Did I make the playoffs? Yeah. Hold on. You did. At six and oh, eight. <laughs> I didn't, dude, I lost yesterday so badly. I didn't realize I made the playoffs. Wow, I'm so lucky, dude. I'm like, I'm the luckiest guy. I squeaked in on that one, too. Oh, man, I'm so lucky. It's over. We'll it's see over. if it carries. We'll see if it carries over through the playoffs. I don't think so. In that league, you have a pretty good team. You have a pretty good team in that one. It's so, all right. Listen, I, I hope, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I hope that you made the playoffs. I know that everybody can. But we're hoping that you guys can stick around uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, even if you didn't make the playoffs, kind of just keep paying attention to what's going on. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is the Waiver Wire show. And if you listen to the Waiver Wire show, hopefully you need a Waiver Wire pickup so you can make it to the next round uh, going into next week. Now, if you got a first round bye, that's awesome. You know, good for you. I'm jealous. Yep. 
Uh, but but uh, but yeah, all you got to focus on is week 15. Don't worry about the matchups in week four. I'm sorry, week 16. You don't have to worry yeah. about the matchups in week 15. You kind of go from there. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, listen, like if you didn't make the playoffs, guys, you know, I get it. You know, it's not the end of the world. You know, keep watching football, keep paying attention. Um, but it is what it is. Sometimes it happens. You know, it's it's a game, it's why we play. Okay. I feel like I gotta get that out the way before we yeah. before we go. But somebody the game has last to night, lose. Dude, <laughs> I know somebody has to lose. What a weird game, dude. Like not the type yeah. of game you'd hope for. Like no. if you needed some points, right, to win your championship. Um, you know, if you needed a quiet game from these guys to get you in, then you probably got it. Unless you were going up against James Conner. Uh yeah. and by the way, James Conner was on the field for seventy one of seventy five offensive snaps last night. And, you know, the amount of love that I was giving James Conner before this season, like, it looked completely unwarranted. Uh, but yeah. maybe that will end up actually helping people win their league or at least help them make the playoffs last night. So, you know, maybe, you know, that's what I'm going to hang my head on <laughs> as well, right? So yeah. that would all be worth it. Like, if James Conner comes in and ends up being the league winner for people, like, it's going to be like, all right, you know, I don't feel as bad. This you know, is what we were talking about. The way that... <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, no, he was this a little banged plan. up earlier this season, too. So Yeah, oh, for sure. He was banged up, and, like, I don't know, the offense wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. Um, he, he wasn't involved in the as the, in the passing game as much. A uh, little bit of a, you know, not a split backfield, but he wasn't getting, like, 95% of the snaps like he's getting now, which is going to yeah. help him. You know, hopefully he can stay healthy. And, you know, if he does, he's going to be very, very solid for you. High in RB2 the rest of the way. Um but the big story of the night, man, Kyler Murray tearing his ACL, uh, brutal injury. You know, hopefully he can make a yeah. recovery soon. Um, you have to think that this injury will impact his value in 2023. Um, but hey, like at least he got paid this offseason, right? Like glad that yeah. happened for him. Uh, but the rest of this season, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, you know, Rondell Moore when he's back, this offense takes a hit, man. You know, these guys uh, can be fine. Hit. But, like, Hopkins is probably just a wide receiver, too, you know, at best. Mm-hmm. You know, and Hollywood is probably, like, a high-end wide receiver, three, maybe. Um, Colt McCoy was lost yesterday, you know, and, and Cliff Kingsbury yeah. didn't do anything to help him out. I don't think – it's almost like Colt McCoy didn't, like, didn't prepare, like, at all. Um, but the problem was that the Patriots – what happens is, like, you get into a negative game script. You know – the Patriots know that you have to pass the ball, and they're just going to pass rush on every single play. And, yeah. you know, that's why we like targeting fantasy defenses who have a, you know, who are favored by a ton because at the end of the game, you get like three, four sacks, um, yeah. you know, that could yeah. lead into tur- lead to turnovers. Yeah. Josh Uche had that himself, I think, last night. It was three sacks for him. So I'm not surprised. Like in, the last, like, four, in the last like four minutes. Yeah. So Colt McCoy, yeah. You say he looked unprepared. Yeah, it's kind of what I expect. You know, he's a backup quarterback, and I, I, I don't. I'm not really a big Colt McCoy guy in the first place. You know, he's he's a backup quarterback. That's what he's going to do. So yeah, everybody on this offense takes a hit, except maybe like you said, James Conner. I think James Conner can retain, you know, his value at least somewhat because the ground game looks like it's going to be what's working for them. And James Conner, like you said, he got that rollback that we wanted him to have coming into the season. He has that again. So hopefully, he can keep. Uh, stranglehold on that and things don't get too out of hand for him but as far as receivers definitely DeAndre Hopkins he had 11 targets he caught seven of them but just for 79 yards so he wasn't doing his thing he had that fumble too which was bad I don't think that's going to affect him moving forward it's not like they're going to give him less snaps but this offense isn't going to be very good the rest of the way they're definitely if they're not mathematically already eliminated I'm not sure they're 
they're not making the playoffs. So no. there's really going to be no reason for them, you know, be trying too hard. I mean, unless it's just, you know, for, for, um, you know, something to hang your hat on this season, but it, this has it, been a it's simply a Cliff time. Kingsbury's job. It's Cliff Kingsbury's job at this point. Uh, that, yeah. That's and it. And he's probably going to be fired after this year. If you're the Cardinals players, maybe you recognize that. Maybe you just keep losing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get him out of there. Just someone competent. And yeah, as far as Kyler Murray goes with that injury, that's definitely going to impact his stock. We're going to be talking about the injury, you know, once June rolls around and, you know, offseason training ac- activities are starting and all that stuff. Kyler Murray, I'm not sure if he's even going to be ready for week one because these, no. you know, injuries, they tend to be like nine, 10, 11 month injuries, almost a year, right? So if you add nine months to now, I mean, that takes us right up to, kickoff next season and that's just yeah, a maybe a that's best case scenario yeah for a quarterback you know he might be able to get back but you have to you have to understand that that rushing that rushing upside is going to take a hit for sure yeah. um at the very least um that's no question now next week they have denver okay um so it's a little bit of a tough matchup for these wide receivers and uh it's a really tough matchup actually now the good thing is that one thing to remember yeah. is that hopkins went up against San Francisco in week 11 with Colt McCoy and went nine for 91 on 12 targets. So it wasn't terrible. Hollywood wasn't there though, right? So targets are going to be distributed a little bit. So, you know, at least Colt McCoy has shown that he can get the ball to his guys if he has to, even in a tough matchup. So don't, I wouldn't go completely off of DeAndre Hopkins next week. um, No. Coming up. Like you said, he's a wide receiver too. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of upside. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Like, what else What else happened? Oh, oh, of course, Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson, obviously, you know, people were expecting a big game. It was a good matchup. You know, he got in the – he got he, he left the game with an ankle injury. He came back. He had, like, a bunch of targets thrown his way for, like, the three snaps that he was in there for, and then yep. he had to leave again. Uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't hold up on that ankle. So, after the game, you know, there were, he was asked whether he would play next week, and he said he hopes so. So, there's no guarantee. So, which is no surprise why Damian Harris would be at the top of our waiver wire list this week. So, right. and, and once we get into that, we'll we'll talk more about that. But, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, Ramondre Stevenson, you know, he was in line to win a lot of people their weeks and, you know, push them into the playoffs, but didn't work out. And yeah. it, it does suck. And hopefully, you know, if you did make the playoffs and you have Ramondre, the hope is that he does end up uh, making his way back next week. But, he's not the guy that you want to get hurt right now because he's been literally carrying teams uh, for this entire season. Yeah. Pretty much. And he, he was doing really good. It is really disappointing because, you know, we said the work that he got in the few snaps that he had was, you know, right on pace with what he was getting the rest of the season and when he's been producing so well. So I feel like when he comes back, I feel like it's going to be in season. I don't think it was that bad. He tried to come back and play on it. Um, Maybe he plays next week. I'm not sure. We're going to have to see. But um, even if he does miss time, whenever he comes back, I'm not worried about him not reclaiming that role. I mean, I don't think there's anything Damian Harris is going to do. No. I mean, unless unless he goes for like 200 yards in each of these next few games, uh, I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to have the same role they had. So there's no worries for me. It's just you're not going to have him for the most important games of the year. <laughs> He's got even years. if he not- does even if he does get like 400 yards in the next two games without. Ramondre, I feel like Ramondre would go right back into his role because that's right. just how much Bill Belichick likes him, uh, yeah. loves him actually, because he never played a workhorse like he did, uh, he does with Ramondre. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunate there. Obviously, Damian Harris would be the pickup, and then, you know, honestly, you know, between, I like Pierre Strong, man. You know, we talked about Pierre Strong this offseason. 
you know, he played in the FCS. He was a very efficient runner, especially his freshman year. Um, you know, and you know, he's a guy who didn't play against great competition. And once he got a full workload in college last year as a junior, you know, his efficiency definitely went down, but he's exciting to watch, man. And we saw him yesterday. We saw his speed, you know, come into play yesterday. And he also got the goal line carry too. So, you know, if Damian Harris can't go, he didn't practice all week last week. So it's possible that Damian Harris is out again also. So we might have to depend on these other guys. I think it'll be more of a split, um, yeah. you know, if neither of those, those guys go. But if I were to pick one of those guys in the Patriots' backfield who's left, it would probably be Pierre Strong. Yeah, that's um, really who yeah. you have to go with. I mean, you know. I would say so. Pierre, Pierre Strong, he looked better last night. And obviously, you know, Kevin Harris was all right. But Pierre Strong, he had that 44-yard run. And then he obviously had the touchdown to go with it. And two catches. You know, Kevin Harris didn't get any targets. So it looks like that role, if there's any pass catch, it might go to him. It could change. Uh, we haven't seen either of these guys, you know, pretty much all year a whole lot. So it'll be interesting to see how they're used. But yeah, just early, I agree with you. I would go with Pierre Strong if I had to pick up one of the two. Kevin Harris, do you think you could get get away with like, picking him up? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he did run more routes than uh, Pierre Strong, uh, but it mm -hmm. looks like it was more of a hot hand approach where Pierre Strong looked good to start the second half, and then he stayed in. Um, you know, when right. when the in, when the injury initially happened, uh, it was Kevin Harrison there, right in that set in the in the first half, and then in the right. second half, uh, it was it was more Pierre Strong, he, and I, I think it was more of a hot hand situation where it's like you know whoever comes in and does their thing, he's going to get the, the snaps, and that's what happened. Uh, Pierre Strong ended up you know, doing his thing. So I think yep. that's going to continue on to next week if Damian Harris can't go. And remember, Damian Harris, you know, he has a quad injury, so maybe he won't be at 100% and they don't want to give him a full workload. Yeah, that's, that's possible. true. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you were able to overcome all that <laughs> from last night. <laughs> it was a mess. Um, it was a mess, man. Um, Debo Samuel, he has an MCL sprain and an ankle sprain. So it's not a high ankle sprain. Uh, it's not an ACL, so good news, but he has two injuries right now that he has to overcome. Yeah. So there's a chance. They're saying that there's a chance he comes back for week 17, which which, which would be our championship, fantasy championship week, uh, but I wouldn't hold out hope. You know, it's no. possible that they hold him out. Like, if, it's, if the 49ers, if they're good for the playoffs, you know, if there's not a lot of whole lot of seating that could change, they might just hold him out, um, you know, and, and, and wait. But remember, the NFL season goes up until week 18, um, so just keep that in mind, right? Like week yeah. 17 is still, you know, a, a, a pretty like important week for most NFL teams. If you, unless you're the Eagles, you know, who have only one loss, right? Um, yeah. So just, just, just keep that in mind. Uh, I wouldn't drop him, but yeah. I would, you know, I wouldn't depend on him, you know, for my championship week. No, especially with the injury, the way that he was producing too, you know, even when he was healthy, it wasn't fantastic. You could start other guys over him and be all right. So if he's going to be coming back and he might not be 100%, like you said, dealing with two injuries, um, that would be grounds for me to kind of leave him on my bench unless I absolutely needed to start him. Like I'm sure there are other options that people have on their championship rosters, you know, especially with the bye weeks done and over with, that they could get away with starting somebody over him. So I'm pretty much proceeding if I'm a team in the playoffs, which I'm not. But, <laughs> I'm pretty much proceeding with Debo Samuel as if he's not really going to be playing the rest of the season. Well, you know, it, with the whole injury situation and, and the quarterback situation too with Brock Purdy, I feel like, you know, Debo's role, you know, was set to increase. And we kind of saw that, you know, to start the game uh, last week. 
So yeah, if I had Devo, I was excited for the rest of the year. Like his upside just increased as his floor just increased. And I was looking forward to that. I would have been looking forward to it. I didn't have Debo on, on, on many teams, but it's a situation where, you know, I wish, you know, that didn't happen because he would have been a solid, oh, yeah. I think, wide receiver two, low end wide receiver two, uh, rest of year. But, you know, unfortunately, now you're going to have to find another option. And maybe Brandon IU can kind of step up and he, him and Brock Purdy maybe can get a little bit of a rapport going uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah. Brandon IU didn't look bad with Brock Purdy. I mean, he didn't have. The target share like he had with Jimmy Garoppolo, but he he didn't look bad. He had that one long catch, uh, I know, for the touchdown. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. That's there's something to work with there. I think so. Um, DJ Dallas uh, practiced on a limited basis on Monday. Kenneth Walker as well. Um, it, it they didn't actually practice. It was just an estimated practice report. They they're playing on Thursday night. Um, if Kenneth Walker suits up, you know, it's a tough decision that you have to make because he's going up against the 49ers. And yeah. he's banged up. So it's like, what do you do? Right. Um, it's a tough situation. You know, I'll probably not I'm not gonna rank him as like a top fifteen guy this week. No. Uh, unless he gets a full full practice in today. Um, then maybe. But he'll probably be ranked somewhere between sixteen and twenty. If that. Yeah. We've seen week. the 49ers defense to shut teams down. Um the Seahawks offense is good, but it's really been the passing game that's been getting it done for them. And you know, Kenneth Walker, he was good, but he kind of came down to earth a little bit um, the past few weeks before he got injured. He, he's just um, a touchdown machine, pretty much. Yeah, that's about it. That's what it is. That's yeah, so point. he scores a lot of touchdowns. But um, against the 49ers, like you said, and then he's coming up. He's a little bit banged up. If he does play, there's no guarantee that he does play. I mean, I, I might have him ranked like 20, maybe a low-end RB2 yeah. for the week. I, I think that's that. about right. Um you could maybe make an argument that he should be a little bit higher, maybe if he comes back and, he, like you said, if he does have that full practice and he plays. But I think that you have to, you know, kind of take into account the matchup here. Um, the defense has just been stifling for the 49ers. So I'm not sure how much success you can expect this team to have um, against them, especially on a short week. A couple of more injury updates. Uh, Jeff Wilson, he's day to day with his hip injury. So it doesn't seem like a serious hip injury. He might end up playing. Uh, this upcoming week, Keep, you know, monitor that because Raheem Mostert would be a great start if Jeff Wilson can't go. Uh, right. DJ Moore, he has a knee sprain and he's day to day. Apparently, it's nothing significant, so he, it's possible that he's back and can play this past week. Um, unfortunately, he didn't have a good good week even before he went out this past week. Um, T Higgins, he's day to day. Tyler Boyd is also day to day. Lovey Smith says he's unsure about Damian Pierce's status going into next week. Uh, Mike White, he's day to day with a rib injury as well. So many damn injuries, Jesus Christ! Um, right, and uh, um, that's it. But I, I think with Tyler Boyd, apparently, it's possible that he misses uh, a week or two, according to Tom Palacero. So just keep, keep keep that in mind. You know, if you're deciding, you know, between like some of these low end flex options in a deep league, right, and. Mike, our producer, you know, he just put in, he's telling us that there are sources saying that Damian Pierce has a high ankle sprain. They're calling it that, and they could miss a week or two. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure. We're not sure what Lovey Smith said, but if he does miss time, you know, obviously you're not going to be starting it, but it doesn't look like you should expect that in your lineup at least next week if it is the case, you know, a high ankle sprain, something like that. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 